How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Reagan Harrell, and welcome in to another episode of the Suncast podcast covering the conference that sent two teams to both Columbus, Georgia, and Lewis and Idaho, the Sun Conference. Boy, that is fun to say, and I'm very happy to be able to say that my Weber International University Warriors are one of those teams. Weber has sent their softball and baseball teams there. So proud of the ladies and gentlemen there. And of course, congratulations to Southeastern University. They are sending two teams to uh, the World Series as well. That's really awesome. Love to see it. And we are going to have a lot of athletes from both Weber and Southeastern, all four sports on this week. Don't want to spoil too much, tell you who all is there in that. Uh, this episode or this interview that we have today with Mr. Seth Lavelle. Look, Seth is one of my best friends here at Weber. He's a dog. Great pitcher. And I'm telling you, if Weber would have had the Bethune-Cookman transfer on the mound this year, we would have had a very nasty starting three between him, the outlaw, and X. Uh, unfortunately for Seth, he uh, messed up his elbow uh, against Polk State, and he had Tommy John surgery. Very unfortunate. I really hate that for Seth. But uh, we talk a lot about his mindset and you know, going through that tough of an injury. And think about Seth. It, he was never kind of like off by himself or like sulking uh, just from day one with having the injury and then obviously surgery a few weeks later he's always been high energy great in the dugout he's a very experienced pitcher he's pitched against you know Miami uh Texas State was what we get in that Texas State game a lot and uh Boston College he had a great game against them so he's pitched against elite competition he's uh, at the highest level of college baseball and uh, kind of a younger staff you know guys like Dawson Young and Dylan Martin who absolutely shined in Miami Gardens for their regional. He really helped them out a lot. So awesome interview with him. It's a little over an hour long. It's the longest interview I've done, but he's my good friend. Um, you know, we talk, talk baseball. We talk about our beloved Atlanta Braves, a little bit of our about our New Orleans Saints. Awesome interview. Uh, we'll just go ahead and get right into it. Here is Mr. Seth Lavelle. You know what that means? No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's it gets well, the people it, going. It's- What's up, bro? What you uh, what you been up to, Bedog? Nothing too much, man. Uh, little brother graduated yesterday and uh, had a good time with the fam, just chilling. Yeah, hell yeah. We see good uh, times with people. He know what he's doing, like after high school now. Yeah, he uh, got his CNA license. He graduated with that, and he uh, going to EMT school in the fall, and then I uh, go from there. I don't know exactly what uh, his plans are. I got you. So interview's been like a long time coming, bro. For like, so I guess I'll go ahead and like introduce you. So this is Seth uh, Lavelle, big dog, uh, Weber pitcher. Unfortunately, we haven't had the pleasure of seeing him play this year. Little TJ, unfortunate. Can't wait to be calling. Oh, yeah, there's the scar. Nasty. And he started YouTube, so people can people can like see the interviews too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, dude, you're, you're going to be our day one starter, right? Um, yeah, it was, um, it was, we had two games first day, so it was either me or X we were going to start the first game, and uh, I, I'm pretty sure that was the plan, but, you know, yeah. you know, it happens. Yeah, so, so like, I mean, I think, uh, all I'll say is I think everyone who did step, step up in the starting roles, they all did a great job, and 
Yeah, especially Dylan. Yeah, I could have done any, any better than, you know, obviously yeah. Dylan. Dylan had an insane year. Yeah, I just, a, I wish we had you, bro. If we had, like, you and, like, that one more, like, legit, hard, like, starter who could go seven, seven eight innings, I think. Yeah, I mean, not even if I was just a starter or, I guess, I could have helped out in the bullpen a lot, too, when those guys, those guys got, you know, they pitched a lot, and a lot of, they threw, playing a lot, pitching a lot of baseball and a lot in a short amount of time. Yeah, so we got. Uh, one more, yeah. two more guys. Really, to take the, to really spread out the load. Yeah, I say the boys ain't doing too bad. First World Series birth in school history. I think yeah, come play. on, boys are hot. Don't let the boys get hot. Boys have done got hot. Listen, yeah. So for the people uh, listening, which y'all don't know, Seth is like he's like my. I'd say you're my yeah. best friend on the baseball team. I think that's a fair, fair. So you're my dog. You know you yeah. uh, you've been through me. You've been with Real me. Brave. Fuck yeah, go Braves, big Braves guys. Uh, go hey, Saints, go Saints, yes sir. Hey, what's uh, you still trying to you still trying to go to that Dodgers game? Yeah, June. Uh, was it June twenty third, twenty fifth, twenty fourth, something like that? Yeah, I think it's like June twenty fourth. Trying to go to that and then go see old Birdie Boy. Yeah, and one of the one of the days is like a it's a bobblehead day and. Figure we'd go to that one. That'd probably be the coolest one to go to. Yeah, it'd be so. I think it's like that Friday night game. I think they'd be like a bobblehead or something. And then I think Bert's on Saturday. I don't know. I think the other one's Sunday during the day, and that'd be hot as hell. What uh, what stadium is Bert playing in? Uh, it's where the Strikers play uh, in Gwinnett. Uh, yeah, it's like he's I've like doing. I've only like been to Georgia to play baseball. Uh. <clears throat> played in Savannah. Played Savannah State. Went to a bunch of Braves games growing up and uh, played a lot of baseball there, travel ball. Everyone, you know, everyone goes to the perfect game in Atlanta yeah, growing you, up. You played Savannah State. That was when you were at BC, right? Yeah, we played Savannah State my freshman year uh, with them Cookman, and then they went down to Division Two. Yeah, yeah, they went to Division uh, Two. They recruited me when I uh, entered the transfer portal. I thought y'all were like a D1, but I went down D2, and I was like, cool, I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, I actually really enjoyed pitching against Savannah State. I had, that was my team who I had the best success against in college. So Yeah, you saw like I've seen I you. I would like, say I love pitching to them. Yeah, how would you do against them? First outing, it went four innings, one hit, no runs, bunch of Ks. Same thing with our last game of the season. When uh, I think I went four and two thirds or five and one hit, no hit, scoreless, one run, uh, no runs, one runner. I gave up, a, I walked a guy, but that was it. I got you. So I was, I definitely had the most fun pitching against him. That's for sure. Yeah. What was your role at Bethune when you, you were like a usual starter, or did you kind of do a little bullpen, or what, like how was that? Um, so I, that year, I wouldn't say we had the most depth. But we had our we had our we had our set Friday guy. He was the man. Mm. He's with the Marlins now. Oh wow! And uh, and Brady, um, he was going to be our Saturday guy. He ended up having some elbow issues and didn't get to play till like the last twenty so games. And then we had a kid named Tyler Kroll. He one of my really good buddies, also a huge Braves fan. He's the older guy. He's a senior. You know, he came in eight innings too. But we all kind of had the same role. We all bounced 
in and out of those weekend starter roles into the bullpen. Some guys would stay for a few weeks, six weeks, you know, whatever. I'd say I think I had like five weekend starts in a row. Then uh, maybe like a, a bullpen outing, whatever, a long relief outing or whatever. I, I really did it all. I got you. What was it? Uh, what were some of the like top tier Division One teams you got to play at BC? Uh, we got to play Miami. Well, I'll, so we played. We started off Friday night first series against Ford Gulf Coast. They had a really good team that year. Mm. That was a fun series. And the next series is the Bethu- uh, Boston College series at home. First home series as a freshman. I came in the uh, the second game. We beat them Friday night. I came in the game in the second in the second game on Saturday night through the last five and two thirds innings. Got my first college win, and then we had the the infamous brawl on the Sunday. Oh, that's right! I remember you, you beat the hell out of that dude. Yeah, that was that was cool. that. good stuff. Dude, that was like, I mean, you could just see it right now. What? You just like pull it up, and it could be like right there. Oh yeah, yeah. Send that to me. I'm gonna. I need to post that to the. I'm gonna post that to the Instagram. You just in the brawl. Who was that against the end? Boston College. So then oh, played Boston College. Uh, we got to play some. We got to play uh, Miami, which was super cool. I got the pitch there Saturday night. Tie game really in the late shit. game. Tie late. Packed house. It was, that was a lot of fun. Mm. Played at Wichita State. They have a huge stadium. They were like badass in the '90s, so they went to the College World Series. So, so they have really cool, sweet uh, baseball facility, and they have a big stadium. And the first night, Friday night, it was kids' night, and they brought like five thousand kids there Jesus. from like, all the elementary schools around, and then all little kids, and they played like Baby Shark, and it was the loudest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. So that, that was my next question. I was like, wait, what were a couple of, like, the most lit stadiums you got to play in? Uh, obviously, at Wichita. Yeah. What other ones you got Wichita up there? Wichita was crazy. Um, Texas State, my sophomore year, the COVID year, we uh, it was re- it was only Friday night. It was crazy because it was super packed. Then we had guys, like, on top of our dugout. Like, they, the chairs were right on top of our dugout. Holy crap. And as they are hammered, they were just cussing out old coach. <laughs> Everybody, everyone who came in the game, like they were getting it, and then their our bullpen where we warmed up, their um, what alumni stands they had like this train station where they could all go in and eat and stuff, and it's right by the bullpen, and they just like they just let you you have it the whole time you're warming up, so that was cool, that was a really super cool experience. Um, and then yeah, Miami was super, uh, super sweet. Both Friday night and Saturday night, it was packed. They're really two close games. They're a lot of fun to be a part of. Yeah. Um. So yeah. But overall, it was a lot of fun. Then we played all the MEAC schools, and which that was like majority of our season because of the majority conference. Right. Was there like big rivalries? Like I know uh, with football in the MEAC, uh, FAMU and Bethune, like that's a huge rivalry every yeah, year. Yeah, that's, the same that's way. all the way through the school. That's that's baseball, volleyball, softball. That's, that's you know. Some that's, good chirps? Some good chirps it, there? It was uh, – so we played them twice. We played them three at home, three and away. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And, uh it didn't get too crazy. 
Um, other than the, my, the best part was the first night we played them at home. This was so we played the Boston College Series, then we played Ohio State at home. Holy I was crap. suspended because of the brawl. But and then the next night, next weekend, we we have our first conference series at home against FAMU. And Friday night, our Friday night guy, obviously he's a dog, absolute dog. Yeah. Strikes out. They have like runners on second, third, and first inning. I guess like maybe like an error or a hit or something got on, but whatever. They haven't scored yet. Strikes out the last guy and looks at the dugout and is like, fuck you. <laughs> and, and it, dude, we all went crazy. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, so that that was that. It was a lot of fun for sure. The chirps were really good. They got really personal. Oh, I bet. Uh, yeah, we had like the alumni day, and everyone in Daytona. If you're an alumni of Cookman or FAMU, they came out to the game, and they like they all got like a meal. And it's like there was like a that was probably the most people that we ever had at a home game. Yeah, and uh, there was a little. It got a little feisty in the stands for sure i don't know if any fights happened but it was close for sure uh, i believe i mean that those are i'm sure those are families whose kids have played travel bar ball with or against each other high school ball being right there in florida famu and tallahassee and then uh bethune and daytona how's daytona is like a college town because i feel like daytona could be like a sneaky really good college town um yeah, it's really good, especially, like, I'm a Florida boy. I love the beach, so you you can't complain when you're that close to the beach. And then you got, you know, you got the good, you got Chipotle, Chick-fil-A, Panera, all the, you know, Moe's. You got all the good stuff yeah. all right there. Yeah, you got, you got hooligans. You got all the good restaurants. You got the beach. There's not really, it's, I mean, yeah, there's some parts of Daytona that aren't very great, but. Yeah, I mean, that, that's it. Anyway. not like a terrible place, and yeah, you get almost, to sort of the beach area, and there's a couple malls, and, you know, the 500, and they always have some kind of a event going on, like a Jeep week, or a truck week, or a bike oh, week, sure. or. Oh, yeah, bike week. So, like, whenever that happens, that's when everyone comes to town, and. Yeah, my parents, my parents used to have motorcycles, and I'd ride on the back of my dad. I remember it was like. 2007 bike week in Daytona. I got a little, got a little pin on my vest and all that bike week in Daytona. It's, it, yeah, it's something else. I almost went to Bethune Cookman uh, when I entered the portal. They gave me a preferred walk on, uh, and they were like, "What yeah, year was that?" Uh, that I entered the portal the very beginning of 2021. So I think you you were probably you you were gone by then, right? Or you were still there? Yeah, you were gone. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. But, uh, you know, something that you and I both have in common is going to an HBCU, meet myself at Lincoln and yourself at Bethune-Cookman. And, you know, you and I were about as, about as white as snow. But, yeah. uh, but uh, dude, I, I think going to an HBCU was, like, one of the best things that I've, like, ever done in my life. Just, like, just, like the culture there is insane. I'm sure, like, Lincoln's, like, I'm a smaller HBCU. So, but it still has really good culture. What was, like, that kind of – what was it like being around that culture? at Bethune Cookman? Um, uh, it, it was really cool because uh, I went there in the summer before I was just there with just like football, all the fall sports, you know, they all have to be there for summer. So, right. So it was just me, you know, another one other baseball player went to, uh, did summer. So I was there for the whole summer and you kind of get, they tell you, they teach you everything. It's more like you learn everything before everyone gets there. 
So I kind of had a good feel of it after the summer. I got school with all the football players, all the homies, you know. Uh, so I, I honestly loved it. They they loved me. Everyone there was awesome. The trainers, the I mean, some of the teachers, you know. I mean, yeah, that's, the that's teachers are teachers, but uh, the <laughs> trainers, awesome. Coaches, awesome. Uh, I couldn't compl- I couldn't complain about Cookman really. It was, it was great uh, overall. Wonderful experience. I got you. If you don't mind me asking, what me was all, the... like, you know, met, like, I met all my closest, few of my closest friends, you know, dudes that I'd be homies for for life, you know. So I feel like it was all, it was all good stuff. Yeah, for sure. If you don't mind you me asking, you can always complain about something, but I try not to. Oh know? yeah. If you don't mind me asking, what uh, was there a reason that you wanted to move on from BC? Yeah. Um, uh, well, I, my pit, the pitching coach there, Coach Zuniga, was uh, like he was the guy that was who we were with him every day, all day long. Like, and me. And a couple other young guys that he brought. He was like his first pitching coach job was our freshman year, so like we were like his first group of guys, right. and he was the man. Like and he didn't run ship, but he was like he. Everyone listened to Zuni. Like everyone respected Zuni. So like he wasn't just like just a pitching coach. Like he was like he was an assistant coach. He helped out with everything too. Right. And he was the man, and it was just all felt like. Perfect timing. When I left, my lease was up that day. I was gonna, I was gonna sign my lease the day after, and then I didn't because it was a long line. And then find out he was leaving that day. I just took it as a sign to go. Uh, yeah, something new, you know. Uh, uh, I didn't have, any, I didn't do anything else. Uh, I lived 45 minutes away from Daytona, so I kind of wanted to get away a little bit. You know, meet some new people, get out, make new connections. And you met this guy. You met this guy right yeah, here. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, worth coming to Weber. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. But uh, it wasn't like because uh, uh, it wasn't any reason the school. I just felt like it was just time. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, and also my my roommate, he when he was like we were we were like dude, it's a sign. We both gotta we both gotta go. So we both uh. Ended up going to junior college. He's at FIU now. He's killing it. Yeah. How about that? So, yeah. So, playing at the Ended Division one. their season. And, I mean, at the time, I was like, wow, that's a good thing I left because I get to I'm, I get to play at Palm Beach Sales. That's where I went. Mm-hmm. And, uh, realistically, if you think about it, I wouldn't have ended up getting hurt, maybe. I probably still would have. But, uh, then I'm getting hurt playing there and ended up at Weber. So, it all worked out like that. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about how you did end up at, at Weber. What was that kind of process like being at a JUCO, knowing that that's not your final spot, you're wanting to go play elsewhere? What schools were looking at you? And then, um, what, and then what uh, what ultimately uh, made you uh, come be a warrior? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Uh, it really wasn't uh, – after I got hurt last year, I really – no one – I didn't. I didn't get any very many phone calls or text messages or anything like that. And uh, you know, Matt Saliba, the the goat, he just yeah. kept texting me, kept hitting me up, and I was like, I really wanted to. I was like, this dude really, this dude really wants me. I really want to play for this guy. And I obviously I heard the resume and the coaching staff, and obviously 
what they were bringing in this year, and I, it was an easy decision for me. I just had to get figure out, you know, financial, where am I going to live. I ended up playing with Ian in high school, like travel ball, so I knew him, and he needed a roommate. It was just all easy. It worked out, so. Yeah, pretty much that. It was uh, it was just yeah. I, after I got injured last year, I unknown really. Uh, they would just they would say you can come play here, but we can't offer you any money. We can't take that risk of you ended up tearing your UCLA, which inevitably they would have could have been they would have been right. But you know, gladly that they took a chance on me because I really feel like even though I didn't get to play, I did make an impact with the guys and. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You're an energy guy, one thousand percent. I mean, your energy's felt yeah. in the dugout. I feel like I, uh, I helped, I helped a lot of guys like keep their keep their head up, talk to them about shit. You know, keep trying to keep them, try to keep everyone cool. You know, that's what was kind of my goal this year, and something I brought to the team. I felt like. Yeah, because I mean, you are a college vet. I mean, you've played at the, the highest level of collegiate baseball. And you know, at, at the Division One level, you're playing teams like Texas State, Wichita, FAM, Boston College. I wish you would play Ohio State. I'd been insane. And in Miami, yeah, I, I, was, I was sitting in the I was sitting in the Budweiser bullpen, huh. watching that game, those games. But I did get to eat the spread after the game. I just wasn't allowed on. Uh, I wasn't supposed to be there, but. You walk into the back gate, you sit up there, and nobody's going to say nothing to you. So nah, that's what yeah. we did. Kind of what we did did for the Southeastern Warner game while back. Yeah, it was pretty much exactly like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Some of the Southeastern and Warner guys probably like, what the hell? Yeah, we just we went to watch that when Weber, I think they were playing down at Kaiser. God, that was a crappy series. Oh, yeah, that we were just oh, like. Oh, God. Uh, we, we was like, every time we would pull it on our phone, we would like yeah, round it to a double play or something. Our phones have they, Something happened now. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. We were, we were like, let's put our phones out. Not luck. Maybe we'll make a comeback. Yeah, we just – you found that one chair under the bleachers, which is just like the one I had in my Jeep, and we just the posted that foul chair. But I crawled in with, <laughs> in a sling, maneuvered. Yeah, this is yeah, this pulled, shortly after your surgery. Fence, grabbed the chair, and we were good to go. Oh, that was that was hilarious. That was that was a fun time. Southeast, yeah, Southeastern beat the hell out of Warner. And then like eight Southeastern guys walked up and we talked to all of them, had a conversation while the game was going on. That oh was, yeah, that was good stuff too. Even a coach we had a conversation with. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, all the bullpen guys they were just kind of chilling because I mean Rob was on the mound and he was just you know being Rob Adams. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and yeah. you got to meet my buddy David and yeah. Yeah, he, he's a goat. Yeah, Shamir. And he put me, uh, he put me on with uh, Brian. You know, being able to do the interview with him, which I had a lot of fun doing the interview with him. Uh, don't, want, well, I don't, I don't care. I'll say, uh, I think we're gonna have Brian back on for uh, another another episode later this week. Maybe get another couple of Southeastern guys. We'll see. But dude, Rob, did you see uh, what happened with Rob and uh, their their regional game? Dude, I, I honestly, I watched Weber. I watched Weber. I didn't even, the only time I knew that Southeastern was going, obviously I figured because they're good. And then your, your, uh, your memes afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Those, I've, I've had so much fun doing those, bro. That's been so much yeah, fun. Yeah, and I saw that uh, Brian hit the homer. He got the 20, whatever. That's cool. Yeah, he, 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 he did. Yeah. So I, I got whatever you posted is what I saw. I and you. I probably missed some because you were 
Yeah, Slinging. it was everything. Really I stayed close. up with it. I've been staying up with all the regional, and I'll be doing the same thing for the World Series. Um, before I get, he got, but uh, he got uh, a little lit up against Brian College. Uh, yeah, like hey, yeah. it happens. Yeah. My uh, my boy Dylan Delucia, he's a Friday night guy. Ole Miss, we uh, high school teammates, strawball teammates. I lived with him my senior year. Well, not well. I I stayed at his house during the week because I don't like driving. Yeah. 35 minutes to school every day so it was a nice 10 minute ride staying there and yeah, me and him real close umpired probably 300 games with this guy so great guy he uh he uh friday night guy Ole Miss like five starts in a row carved sdc they play and uh and then you just use just baseball you're gonna get beat you know you can't yeah. be great no, I mean, you, you can't, can't be perfect every time. Yeah, you can't go out there and be perfect every time. But what is it? Is it just like sometimes there's a lineup that could, you know, maybe like hit? Like Rob's pitch is obviously a slider. Um, yeah, that's his best pitch, and Weber struggled with it a good, good bit. But, um, you know, what is it? Is it just sometimes you just don't have your stuff out there on the mound? Because like sometimes – I, you, you know, watching Dylan and X pitch sometimes with their curveball, there's just these big, breaking, beautiful balls, and there's nothing the hitter can do. Sometimes they're meatballs. It's just kind of like a consistency thing, kind of like hitting a uh, golf ball kind of deal. Um, I, 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 I would, uh, I would agree with that comparison, but uh, I would agree with that comparison. But yeah. uh, just some days you just don't have it. You, uh, you can do everything you possibly can. Uh, like the whole week to prepare because yep. that's what you have a whole week you pitch one day you have six days you pitch again on the seventh day pitch every seventh day it's a routine you, if you, as long as you do your routine right and all that stuff like you can do all the right stuff and still not have your slider that day you could say you're a sinker ball guy your ball's not sinking or it's sinking too much you can't you can't put throw in the strike zone or you don't have like your changeup usually moves six inches or twelve inches, and it's moving six inches, and then get the barrel to it. It's uh, just little, 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 little stuff that stuff, stuff you can't control sometimes. And the only thing you can control is your mental and your your competitiveness and your all that good stuff. You talk about like having stuff and not and not having it. Like, how long would it does it normally take you to be like, okay, I don't have my changeup. Okay, I can't locate my fat or whatever. How long before you kind of wean off of that and start going to your other uh, pitches? I, I feel like uh, I feel like everyone's different because some guys can can't get through the first inning, but once they get to that first inning, they can go roll. They can go roll. Yeah. Or uh, or guys, they can, they know after the first batter that they're they don't have their stuff for the, they're not going to have it the whole game. Then they got to change their mentality and be like, I just got to work with what I got. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, there's just many, there's a bunch of way, a bunch of different things that they, you know what I'm saying? I think pitchers are some of it the, all, it all depends on the person, how, yeah, how good they exactly, can bounce, yeah. ba- bounce back or find that, find that thing that helps them do what they do best. Like going back to the, the middle thing. Yeah, I feel like pitchers are kind of one of the like the weirdest positions. With all due respect, it's because like you look at X versus Dylan, like on a game day, X is relaxed. He's chilling. He's just calm, easy going. I think he's damn near easier to talk to on game days than not. And then you have guys like Dylan who are absolute psychos. Where do you kind of where do you kind of land on that spectrum on game day? Um. So like. I don't 
know, I've bounced around. Well, I've tried to, I've all like, you know, trying to find what really works for me. And when I, I was a guy that I would be locked in for too long. Like I'd be locked in all day and that's like really hard to do, you know, like yeah, it's mentally get yourself taxing, yeah. geeked up all day long, all yeah. day long. So like I kind of try to take it to an hour before I start. Once the hour hits, then I turn into psycho. Because yeah. I, I would be doing it all day. I would, like, all day, like, headphones in, like, just, like, geek, like, tensed up all day long. Yeah, it it really doesn't, uh, yeah. so, yeah, I found, I was just, like, my thing was, hour four, energy drink, ibuprofen, go. <laughs> the essentials. Yeah. I mean, but I do, like, uh, I think Dylan, he doesn't go, like, super psycho. He does, he just doesn't want to be or talk, he doesn't want to be talked to, he just wants to be in his own headspace. Which yeah. I, I, I like, I also agree with that. I also, I don't like talking too much. I'm not like, uh, oh, they're having a great time and then an hour hits, then I lock in. This is like, uh, I'm not like pressing. Like right. if someone come up and talk to me, I'm going to have a conversation. You know, I'm not, I don't, I don't really need that. Uh, I don't really need the no talking for me, but whatever you need, whatever helps you pitch. And you, if you get mad, if someone gets mad at you for that, then, you know, Piss off. I, I, yeah, I feel like you do whatever you need to do. Yeah, for sure. So, obviously, you haven't got the opportunity to really pitch against the big NAI programs. Yes, Southeastern, Kaiser, so on and so forth. You get to do that next I year. I pitch against crossing. the best. I pitched against eight Weber hitters. Yeah. And that, that's all. <laughs> yeah. I faced the best, but Hell yeah. I'm just what, What's kind of the – like, how close is the competition, like, here in the Sun Conference – Compared to like your the competition you faced at BC, uh, it's a when we played the good teams, it's so similar to all the schools I play. All we played, mm. but then you got you got the other schools that uh, it's not it like those teams. They just look young. They don't look. Uh, there's no there's no team that's like at all like shirts untucked, belts all look, like all they just look sloppy. There's like those teams that just look real sloppy that you really don't tend to see too much at the Division One level. But the Southeasterns, the St. Thomases, the Weber, uh, all the like all those guys, the um, all those guys, uh, like all the good schools up north. I don't really know too much about it because this is my first year at NAIA, and I'm just starting to get the whole, you know, who's good and who's not good and stuff like that. But uh, the top tier NAIA is up there with. Some of those uh, schools in Division One, yeah, maybe they don't have the the depth, the forty man, mm-hmm. all guys that throw ninety hit bombs, right. but uh, they can compete. I feel like they can compete with anyone. And baseball's a game that anybody can lose on any day. Yeah, uh, hold on. One. So uh, what? Uh, what's what is a uh, you know how everyone has their little playoff mojo type things where they uh, bleach their hair. Do yeah. crazy facial hair, mustaches, colors, uh, yeah. you know, bandanas, whatever. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, I mean, what uh, you? What about football? Or what do you like? What do you like to see? Well, I mean, I, I made a deep. Like, I made playoff runs before, like in high school with football and soccer too. Uh, I mean, me personally, I just keep the same thing going because I'm a little bit more on the kind of crazy side with uh with it. Like, I just kind of like I'm. 
when I'm playing football, I'm locked in. Like I don't. You don't I'm, need the extra. Yeah, like external. I, I'm, I'm cool in the external thing. Like, yeah. And like I don't think like I, I don't like it. I mean, if like if Weber decided to bleach their hair blonde, I would probably bleach my hair blonde too. But yeah, screw it. Like but yeah. I, I don't. I, I think it's kind of. I don't want to say unnecessary, but I think it's fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's fun. I think it's good for the game, like, to have that. I just don't think it's, like, all that necessary. Like, like when Ole Miss did it a couple of years ago, I'm like, I really rooted for those guys, but that looks kind of dumb. Yeah. I, what, what about I, you? I would, I would agree with the same thing. Yeah, what about you? What what uh, You said, like, facial hair and stuff. Like, like if, you, if there's yeah. some guys that can grow some crazy facial hair, then, then if, I mean, yeah. If I had to pick, I will go all straight mustache. Straight mustache. So, clean shave. Clean shave and mustache. And they dye <laughs> black or blonde. Whatever one looks, stands out the best on their face. You know who low-key has the best mustache right now in the game? Spencer Strider. Strider. Though. Yeah, dude. He is disgusting for the Braves. That dude's legs are... Yeah, like tree trunks. Those who don't know, he's like a rookie uh, reliever for the Braves, and he throws cheddar, like 100, 101, and a nasty slaughter to go with it. Now, hey, Spencer Strider is what what Dawson would be if he was big league. Like, if that was Dawson. Literally, literally. In a big league body. Yes, his fastball, that slider, that's all. I think I see it. I see Dawson. I talked with uh, Willie uh, a while back. I had him on the pod, and I was talking with him about uh, strike, uh, Spencer Strider, and he said he thinks he's going to be a starter pretty soon. Hey, do guys do that now? I, I, I would not be a. I wouldn't be against it. That he's carving right now. Yeah, I mean, I think he's. I mean, I think Jansen's our uh, Jansen's our best. I mean, Jansen's a future Hall of Famer, but I mean, so far this year, I mean, Strider's been our second best guy. I think he may even have a like a spot start somewhere along the way. Yeah, that I mean, dude, whatever works, whatever makes the Braves win, it's all, it's all. Yeah, I just don't. I, I kind of wish the Braves wouldn't do this like every year. We're like. We're just ha- always off to such a slow start, dude. Like it ain't a huge yeah, I deal. I don't like the I don't like the anticipation, and I don't like the the shit talking I hear at the beginning of the year all the time. I yeah, I get the text, I get the screenshots fucking, of the record of the whenever they lose, I get it sent to me on Twitter. So I yes, bro. The Phillies fans are Phillies fans uh, are the worst. Like they're the ones that uh, online get on like Mets fans. Met fans are kind of have like battered dog syndrome, where like they know they're gonna they're gonna end up choking this away somehow. So they're not quite as chirpy, and then plus they know that the injury yeah, bug is going. Yeah, trying to wait and see if this is real or not. Yeah, I mean, and then sure, and you heard about Scherzer, right? Uh, he's hurt, right, or something. Yeah, he's out. He's out for a long. He's out for a few months at least. Oblique. Uh, I'm a huge Scherzer guy, so I'm not a I'm not happy. But yeah. whatever makes the Mets suck. No, I mean, sure, yeah, Scherzer's one of those guys. He falls in that category. He's like always played for rivals with the Braves, you know, the Nationals, Dodgers, and now Mets. But he, dude, it, like you can't hate him. Like he is just he's just a psycho, and you know? he is. He's my best. least favorite fans right now are still like Dodger fans. Anyone? Oh, they're they, the worst. They're disgusting. They're the worst. My buddy Isaac sends me. Saying thank you for Freddie, I got once a week in a group chat with. I'm not gonna lie, Matty O needs, needs to turn this crap around, dude. Hey, it's all right. It's I, all I right. Know, I know. It's all right. We, we, we got 
I'm patient. I'm be patient with him. Yeah, I mean it's the Braves, bro. You know they're gonna they're gonna lollygag around, and then mid June, late June, they're just gonna turn around All Star break. They'll just turn, just turn need, around. I uh, just need Ozzy, right? Uh, Ozzy Cooney and uh, Austin Riley. Just get them going. Ozzy just uh, double. We're actually play. We're we're about to lose to the Marlins. Actually, we're down four two in the ninth. But Ozzy just doubled. But this is for a sweep, though. Yes, I mean, we got the series, but, you know, I guess like the Marlins, bro, it's good to get a sweep against them. Yeah, they're, definitely a sweep against the Marlins. They're low-key building something. I didn't there. know how huge sweeps were. Well, I did, and obviously I understand that. Because my freshman year, we had at 17-38, and we got swept a lot, and it was just kind of like a, not a lot. We got swept a few times, and it kind of it sucked, but uh, it's, it's demoralizing. And it didn't feel like it made that big of a difference to our season. Um, I did obviously at the end, whenever we we're conference trying to get in the conference, and ended up screwing us. We just didn't get swept one more time. We made it to our our tournament and all that stuff, but uh, or we just sweeps Savannah State the the last series of the year. We couldn't do that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, sweeps are huge. You look at, you know, what right. season. Dude, the sweeps, like, see how it dictated the season like crazy, the NAI yeah. season. Like, I mean, dude, it, the sweep would go from boom, boom. Like, it would just make, create, it would switch everything up. Yeah, and I mean, with Weber season, I mean, we got swept against Kaiser, and then we so, didn't sweep Thomas. And I think those are two series, and obviously this was—I mean, now it's like history, and it doesn't matter where in the World Series, and they're not. But yeah. um, uh, when we were looking at regional berth, we had—I think everybody had like a decent, like, like everybody, everybody was around that 90 percent sure we were going to be able to play in a regional. But uh, and I was, but but still, I mean, that sweep against Kaiser and not being able to sweep Thomas, you know, one more win, and we pretty much would have been a hundred percent locked in. And that's all a mute point now because uh, look at us now. Uh, yeah, World Series, that's all matters we got there. I, I like where we're I, at, too. I like how – so I like how what NEI is doing, throwing Weber and the St. Thomas because yeah. they had to battle it out. The, they're even, back and forth. So you did like that. You like Weber and St. Thomas. And see who the winner was. You like that. You like Weber and Now we're going to play Faulkner. We swept Faulkner. Faulkner turned it up after that. I see what they're doing. They're trying to – they're yeah. trying to get the real winner. I like that. I like yeah, what they're doing there. That's fair. And, and we're a 10 seed going in. We're the lowest seed, a 10 seed. And I, would, I didn't love that. I think um, – That was just because we were the only three seed that won. Oh, is that all that, all, all that is? It's not like a that, – that, it's not like a – Not like no, a, okay. a, a prediction, no. No, oh, okay. I was like, I thought it was a little weird. We were a 10 seed and, like, we're playing a – so, but it doesn't really matter. But I, I like where we're at because I like I like the Faulkner matchup obviously because uh, the, you didn't watch the the that bracket or, or that regional. Faulkner looked very beatable against Kaiser. Kaiser lost that game. Faulkner did not beat Kaiser. Kaiser just literally threw the ball away like three or four times. Again, they should have beat Faulkner. And that first go around, and then honestly, Kaiser should have beat Reinhardt too. But that that was surprising. I thought like the most the most confident I was in a Sun Conference team. I mean, obviously outside of I, I knew either Weber or St. Thomas was coming out of the Miami Gardens bracket, and then you know Southeastern. But I was pre- I, I thought Kaiser was going to come out, dude. I really thought Kaiser was about to come out, and it just 
did not work out. I was pretty damn surprised. But it's like NAIA ball has been saying it's like death, taxes, Faulkner to the World Series, even though they had like a lackluster yeah, kind of year. Yeah, I was looking at college baseball hubs, put in all the on Instagram, all the ten people went. And never, I was like, oh, yeah, called it, knew it, knew it. Like, yeah, sounds right, sounds right. There's only, like, three teams that I was like, oh, I didn't even know that, about this team. But the other teams, like Shreveport, Lewis oh, yeah. Clark, Southeastern, Gwinnett, Faulkner, like, you know, just all those. This is a big dog tournament, you know. That is, Tennessee. Like big dogs, all the. I, I tell you what, so if we if we can beat Faulkner, obviously that's the focus right now, beating Faulkner and. I mean, it's so huge to get the first one. I, and and a re, in this kind of style of regional and the World Series and the conference and this kind of baseball double elimination, the first game is so huge. That's, it dictates, I mean, whether or not you're playing with, your, with the, a little bit. you got to win the first one. Yeah. And uh, we play – if we win that, we play Tennessee Wesleyan, who's coming in. Uh, I think they're ranked second in the nation. Pretty sure they are uh, in the last – in the latest polls. And they're, they're a team I've been talking a lot with. Uh, you know, I talked with Brian and Rob from Southeastern. They were like, you know, who are some other teams outside the sun? I was like, Shreveport. Who's the sure. one seed going into this? Southeastern. Yeah, they're 1-1. One, one. We won't – I don't – it'll it'll be a while before we get a chance to play Southeastern, I think. Uh, it would have to be at the end? It would probably be towards the end. And if it – I'm saying it right now on the podcast, book it 100%. If Southeastern and Weber are play- – well, if Weber's playing in the final regardless, but I'm going. Like, but The boys are hot. The boys are buzzing, dude. I, I, I love it. I, we're playing our best ball right now. I mean, Weber's playing their best baseball this year. I mean, uh, yeah, from this year, this – I mean, we had 20 so Whenever we need a little sparks on thumbs one and then just gets everyone going and, dude, just – They just spread like fire. I mean, that ninth inning against St. Thomas, that was – that was insane, dude. I couldn't believe how long uh, old buddy was left in there, too. He was getting Yeah, dude, I, uh, I, I forgot exactly what I was doing. I had to – I was just live side. I didn't get to watch that game. I saw in the ninth or the eighth we were winning, like two runs or something. Oh, run. I was like, all right, sweet. Put my phone down. Um, go check, like. Uh, 20 minutes later, yeah, explosion. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I, I was so nervous too because the game before uh, in the 11th inning, McPherson got up 4-2 in the top, and then they scored uh, three. Uh, St. Thomas scored three in the bottom of the 11th to come play us for the uh, winner-take-all deal. And I was like, oh, boy, two-run lead. Dawson's kind of – Dawson's throwing a lot of pitches. Pricing about I was a little nervous, but dude, that they, I mean, it didn't matter. I mean, he had he shut him down one, two, three, regardless. If it was a one run, Probably, lead, eight run, yeah, lead. could have been, yeah, exactly like what you said. Dawson, yeah. absolute. I mean, what a performance! What a performance! I, I, I don't know how Dylan. Like, I really just don't. I, I'm having like I, I was talking to my dad. I'm a little trouble like comprehending how somebody can go out throw 126 pitches. <laughs> and two days later, only Dylan, only like, Dylan, only only Dylan, dude. Like, I, I, what what does your through, arm like zero. feel like? And threw up that? zeros. Yeah, and threw up like he made one mistake that got uh, uh I think Robin Fernandez hit hit it out, 
Uh, yeah. no, it was Canetta. It was, uh, oh, shoot, what's his name? Canetta, Carnetta, I'm messing it up. He's their right fielder. It, anyways, he hit one over the wall. Uh, no, Robin, Robin was the one who hit it to Kenny, and then Kenny gunned down uh, the, the St. Thomas player at first. That, that was a badass play. That was an insane play. That was beautiful. But uh, I think I think that was a huge like turning point in the game, for sure. Because um, that ball got lit up. That ball was lit on fire. I, when he hit it, I'm like, oh shoot, they done uh, tied it up or taking a lead or something. But um, you know, moving on a little bit from, from Weber, I'm talk just a little bit about you. See, well, you've gone through a lot recently, like in your baseball career with. You know, an injury at uh, at uh, Palm Beach, and then obviously the TJ. Just and you've always kept a good attitude. Like I've never seen you like glum about it, upset. I mean, yeah, you want to be be with the boys, obviously. Just how how's your mindset like and mental toughness? This, what how, how do you like talk to yourself or get yourself through that? Oh uh, yeah, great question again, uh, man. That. You, it really does sound like I've been through a lot, but man, it really doesn't feel like it. You know, it, it does whenever you really think about it. But like, I just try to not think about. It. I just try to enjoy my day every day. Yeah. Try to wake up, be happy, and don't let. I just like the stuff that doesn't that I can't control. I don't let it control me. Yeah. I couldn't control getting hurt in the preseason game. I couldn't control getting surgery. There's no reason to – I couldn't – because I got – I was supposed to get – I got hurt January 18th, and I didn't get surgery till March 16th. So, like, sitting there for two months, just knowing you need surgery, like, you want it now. You want it right away. Mm. But you can't because, you know, doctor's appointment week and another week, another doctor's appointment, then you got to schedule it, and then he's booked for three weeks. Yeah. So – the whole time I was just like, all right, like, because it's really, it would have been really easy for me to like flip out or get mad. Yeah. And but it was just like, just try to keep it calm, cool. You know, I just try to be happy every day, enjoy my day, wake up, be happy. I, mean, I think that's why you and I are such good friends, dude. Because I, I, I'm the same way. I mean, I mean, I've been through stuff before where I've, I've handled it poorly, and there's just no way to live, dude. I mean, you gotta you gotta live and let live, and yeah, no, what, yeah. That Dude, um, whatever helps you, because like I, I wasn't big on the whole like mental thing, because I, I just was like, oh, live life, whatever. You can't, you know, yeah, kind of a stubborn whatever attitude. And then you now I I listen to like podcasts and stuff where they talk about how to like really keep you up, keep you down, like try and help people. You, you feel better when you're helping people and you're talking people up and you're making other people feel better. Like that makes you feel better. All like you can help yourself by helping others. Just making doing stuff that makes you feel good. Yeah. Obviously, not the really bad stuff that makes you feel good because that, <laughs> yeah. that gets. Yeah, I mean. Um, and I, so you got you want to stay away from that stuff as long as you're. Yeah. I, I would just say whatever gets you into that. To get you into that, knowing how to fix your mindset, getting into that mellow, that cool, calm place, where then just try not to let the uncontrollable control you. Yeah, and you are you are for like a genuinely good dude who likes to make other people, 
you know, feel better when they're going through a tough time. You know, um, my, myself recently with the, with the breakup and all that, I mean, you were there with me through, through I was a little uh, intoxicated <laughs> in the taco well yeah. <laughs> drive through and you were, you were there for me then, dude. And then when it, you know, it, after the regional deal, when we got the regional and everything really became official that I was a, a single man, you were there a lot, dude. And that was, I, I won't forget that, bro. You're my dog for life, Seth, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, of course, man. Yeah. We had a lot of fun, dude. But uh, do you want to make a pack now if Weber does make, like, the, if we're, like, a win away, do you want to you, you want to book the flight, dude? I, I, I think we have to. Oh uh, yeah, I'm I, I'm really thinking about it. We're gonna we're, we gotta see, we yeah. gotta see. Yeah, I mean one win. We gotta a, watch. Yeah, one game. Gotta see how the boys are doing. Yeah, I'm uh, I gotta be up in Columbus for the uh, for at least the Southeastern Weber game for sure. I want to be there because they're facing off first. But other than that, I want to try to come down, come back down here. Uh, yeah, the only thing is, is uh, this is like this is my birth my birthday weekend coming oh, up, and I, right. I'm already slam jammed. That's right. Yeah, Every day yeah. I gotta be in a different place. So yeah, I gotta be with my mom on Port Saint John on Saturday. Then I gotta be in Astor on a lake house on sun, Sunday, and then in Orm and Palm Coast for my one of my really good buddies, one of my best friends actually. He yeah. has a house in a. Palm Coast just got his new house. He's an accountant, fiance, all the thing. So I'm going all around that whole weekend. So oh, yeah, I'm I don't sure. think I'll be able to exactly, but no, yeah, I, I get it. For it sure. sounds like it sounds real cool. I'd love to. Oh, I just wish it went way the hell out there. And the I texted uh, I texted Coach. I was like, um, "There's an empty seat on the flight. Let me know." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. I mean. It's just crazy because, I mean, I knew that we had, like, a really good team, but for us to, to be here now, it's almost kind of – No, uh, dude, so uh, I I knew I knew we had a really, really good team because, uh, like I said, I've, I've been – I've played at every level. I've seen really good teams. I've yeah. been a part of bad teams, been a part of good teams. I have a real good feel of what makes good, a team good or please, what, please like, go into the Please go into that. Stuff, but, yeah, uh, please go in, into that, like what makes Weber that uh, an elite program. Yeah, I, I, I think it comes down to the the coaching staff. They they hold such a high standard for these guys, and it will for times that it, it, it's really easy in, in baseball to get complacent and just mm-hmm. go through the motions. Like it's a long season. Yep. Yeah, it's not 162 games like the big boys, but still, it's still uh, it's a lot to deal with. You got school, you have all stuff. It's real easy to get into that whatever. And our coaches hold us to a really high standard to where they don't let the bullshit don't let they don't let the people settle and when they do settle they explain then they they fail and then he he explains to them you failed because you got complacent mm. you didn't take advantage of your opportunity that would that's what makes the team good and not taking advantage of your opportunity not taking advantage of your your precious valuable time on the baseball field you don't have much left we really don't. We're all getting old, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even if we do play professional baseball and you do get to play, you get to play ten more years, fifteen more years, but still, it's still. It's still a short. One day, it's gonna end. So. 
it's going to end. And, you know, after after this, after your college days are done, if you're fortunate enough to keep playing, it's a job. And it's it a job. A and you got to put food on your food on their family's plate. You got to, you know, you got to start providing for yourself and your family and whatever. If you do are fortunate enough to have family yeah. like that. Yeah, um, you know, I know you've had some some injuries and whatnot. Is uh, you know maybe like indie ball or try to go minor league? Is that something you're looking into? Uh, that's such a hard. Uh, no, hard something you're not thinking about right answer. now. I got you. Yeah. Even like before I got hurt, it's a hard question for me to answer because my dad always pushed me go to work. You know, go to work, make a good living, have a good life. Yeah. He wants me to start going to work, you know. He he's like, you're old, you're hurt, you know. Don't you know? Don't he's like, take your chance. Don't take your you know. Play with your chances. Play with your good chances. Right. Know what you have good. So, but I still want to give it that. I still want to give it my all. I still want to play. I want to prove to myself. I still to want to call that. a game. I still want to call a game with you on the bump. Yeah, I got. I, I want to prove it to you. I want to prove it to Colin and Saliba and all the coaches who you know gave me an opportunity to play when I had no other opportunity to play. You know, so I owe it to those guys. I owe it. I owe it to myself. I owe it to. I owe it to everybody involved. Mal, of course. I owe it. You know, she's the, she's top top notch. She's the rock. So dude, you got, I really you owe it to her too. One, she helps out so much. So you got a good one. I mean, real deal. I got, I got the best one. You got, damn right, dude. I mean, you like you light up when you talk about her, and I love that. I mean, it, she's, it's yeah, truly, she's ten out of ten, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean that, and like I've met her, I met her before, and like so, my buddy, you know, you know Noah and and his girl, and we talked about how like if I could like kind of like make a, a girl for for Noah, I would definitely yeah. like gotta be Maddie. And I think no, she's the same. No. I think Mal's the same way for you, bro. I mean, y'all. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's nothing else. Like she, she's, uh, she's top tier. She keeps it. She keeps me in check. She makes me better. She tells me to not be a lazy piece of shit. She tells me, hey, dude, pay your bills. Do, do good in school. Like she, she's really, she really keeps me in check because it's so easy for me to. I got I got bad ADD. I start looking. I forget things. You know. Hey, I mean, she keeps me. It's also nothing also, wrong with uh, dating a woman that's a little bit older than you. Yeah, yeah, that's one, right. One of the perks. That's right. I mean, a woman. Yeah, you're not a. You, you may not be a mountain lion, lion hunter, but you definitely choked a cougar. Hey. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, uh, guys, Seth, I love you, dude. Um, get back here soon. Let's get back. Yeah, dude, uh, I'll come. Uh, come. I'm hanging out, vice versa. I'm beat. We're going to see the fire, the Braves. Sorry, for yes. so much. You're good. Going to see the Braves. It's it's fine. I'll put the little E next to the podcast. I don't care. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let, let's do go ahead and get that booked up because I think the tickets are still like relatively not bad. Then the ones we were looking at are like a hundred bucks, and they're like right there by the chop house for the Braves. Board. Yeah, and, and if anything, standing room tickets. You walk in, and you find. Two seats that look like they haven't had a home for a minute. Yeah. And he goes down. I think Noah's still down to go. Uh, yeah. I, I, I guess. It, it, I don't know. I wish you with it. Now's a uh, best friend, her boyfriend. He's a grew up in Georgia, a huge Braves guy. Yeah. For him to up there. Hell yeah, let's get it, dude. I'm absolutely, absolutely about it. But um, that, that's all the questions I got for you. If you got anything for me, fire away. If not, all love, brother. Um, 
No, not too many questions. I, I, I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. I appreciate unless you, you want me to, do you want to, we can talk about your, some football stuff. If you want to, do you have any insight on what the football season is going to look like or anything? If you want to talk about that, get uh, off your chest. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I talk, talk about that a little bit. So, uh, uh, what the, who's who's playing quarterback? Uh, who's uh, who's kicking the football? Well, we're still gonna have we're, yeah, we're still gonna have Cody at QB. Um, Co- Cody will be QB one. We have a freshman coming in. Um, I think he'll be a solid guy. Probably for like my him and Sipple will be batting, battling out his uh, my senior year next year. But Cody's the guy. Cody's a general, and I got a lot of faith in Cody if he stays healthy. Um, you know, we're returning just about everybody. Cody's a ten out of ten top notch dude. Also, oh god, yeah, dude. I mean, that's uh, him and I are, are like that. I mean, that that that's my dog. Absolutely, it's kind of, kind of funny. You know, a lot of times the quarterback and punter don't exactly like hang out all much, but no, that that's my dog. I love him, like man. Drew Brees and Thomas. Oh yeah, sure. yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk Saints. We we get, you got to come back on later, and we'll we'll talk more like. Well, during football season, maybe if we rack a couple wins in a row, we can talk about. For sure. We can we can do some live betting on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Football. <laughs> something like that. But um, but I mean, as far as like covering uh, football, I will not. I won't be covering any football. Um, I, I have a guy that has said yes, and I think you know who. But um, we're not put. I'm not putting that out there. Um, Fully public yet? Yet I'm pretty. Do you know? Just not if if I've told you yet. Is it two letters? His name two letters. His last name. Wait. No, no. I don't know that. No, no, no. Are you thinking about DJ? Yeah. No, but did you hear? Uh, dude, DJ has got a awesome job now. I saw his uh, saw an Instagram story, Instagram post. Yeah, he is working for this, like, new golf league that's run by, like, Saudi Arabia. So, a lot of money backing it up. And they, like, instead of, like, the players, like, getting paid on how they place or whatnot, they get paid, like, a contract. And they have to, you know, it's like you'll get paid $3 million to play two or three or five or whatever uh, amounts. Whatever. uh, What what am I thinking? What am I thinking? Uh... Uh, tournaments, tournaments. There it is. I don't know. I just blanked. And he's going to be working with the uh, like the game management. So he'll be like setting everything up, and he gets to still work on golfing. And they paying for everything: car, gas, food. Yeah, I, I, want, I don't want that job. That's, That's what I'm it. saying, bro. Like, he, I want that job. Yeah, and he gets to travel, and like every month he'll go somewhere else. So. He's starting off uh, in early June. He's going to Portland, and then he'll go to Jersey, and then I think Nashville, Miami, Chicago. I, I think those are the five that he's told me so far. Maybe not Nashville. Maybe I'm making Nashville. But I know Miami, Chicago, Jersey, and uh, Portland. He gets to just travel around. He gets to live there for a month. He takes you know, kind of like game management kind of deal, like you know, so setting everything up. Scoreboard. I mean, I don't really know what all goes into setting up a golf tournament, but, um, but yeah, he he's got it set up. No, it, it, no, it's not him. Um, and we talked uh, about him potentially being a co-host, but and if he wasn't, uh, you know, like this was his last semester, and it just didn't feel right. Uh, wouldn't have been right. But no, um, 
as far as like covering football, I don't, it, I don't feel like it's a. It's like if you started a podcast, pretty much doing what I'm doing, talking baseball. Um, yeah, it's just a little weird when you're playing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I would agree. I would not be very good at. Uh, I, I can talk football, and I love football. I love watching football. I love betting on football. I can talk all that. I'm not big in the, what uh, uh, um, uh, one uh, well, teams. Uh, yeah, well, what know. I meant by that is like, you're, when you're talking, you like talking about a team and like covering a team like you're about to play. It's kind of what I, you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, that that would not be my alley at all. Or I don't think any baseball player, unless they played football. Like what I'm saying is I, I, I don't think it'd be appropriate to like, be, for me, a football player in oh, the Sun Conference yeah. to be talking about, no, I, I, well, yeah. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. Now I'll probably still do some interviews, especially like Weber, obviously like boys at Weber, uh, Noah, Cody, Rocky, a bunch of other guys. I'll have them on do interviews like that. But there is there there is a guy that I've that I've had and we've pretty much come to an agreement that he'll be um be and be a co host. Um possibly even as soon as this summer. Um, you know, once uh w- once there's nothing. We uh we texted him. Yeah, um yeah, I'll, yeah, let's get a live reaction. Let's get a live reaction while while we're recording. You're not I don't think you'll be su- be su- be surprised. All right. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's what he wants to do. He wants to kind of be in this sports like, media. Cookman's bleaching their hair. Oh, they are? They're bleaching it? I mean, if, if, if that gets some hype, I mean, all the power to you. I mean, it, it, it doesn't do it for me. Like, I w- it wouldn't make me punt the ball better or call a game better. But you know, that's what the boys boys want to do. Hell yeah! So are they? Uh, are they? They made a regional because I, I know it's about that time to start playing regionals. It's a or conference, conference or conference, yeah, conference. Yeah, that's what's up, dude. Uh, this is the conference tournament time. Is where this is where the small schools get their yeah get their stop. This is where the conference tournament is big for small schools. I have a sleeper. Not go to a regional. Guaranteed, 100%. You win, come show me, go to regional. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have a sleeper, like a D1 double A sleeper team that I think will be in Omaha this year. Who is that? Kennesaw State, dude. Oh, of course. Dude, they have some dogs on their team this year. And they're like, a few of them, like, I I went to high school with. uh, One of them, uh, Josh Hatcher, he just transferred from – he was – he was kind of like a like a ten guy on uh, Mississippi State. Like he he would like come in and like put, like pick up different positions like all the time. He would be like the number one pitch hit option and whatnot. And his senior year, he wanted to like be somewhere where he was the guy. Dude, he is the guy. He's hit for the cycle twice this season. Yeah, oh yeah, that's hard to do. Yeah. I don't remember ever doing that. To be honest, yeah, yeah he, he's insane. They got a bunch of other dudes. I think Kennesaw State's going to be a sleeper team. Um, we we should go to, we should go to a regional, bro. We should find yeah, this. let's go to the one in, in Gainesville, probably the middle ground for us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that Gainesville's pretty much halfway for in between uh, Lake Wells and Albany. So yeah, that sounds that sounds great, bro. We'll do that for sure. Yeah, if they're even hosting a regional, I don't know. They should. I tell they you, should be. I think they're ranked. I tell you, I, mean, I follow them on so that. 
look at the rankings or if they're anything. not, I know surely. Uh, man, I don't want to go down to Miami for it, but I tell you a fun place if you want to make a little road trip. Uh, Fayetteville, dude, Arkansas. Dude, so I, get, I met a guy yesterday. He played golf at Arkansas, and he has a Hooters golf bag. He he, he showed me he has John Daly's number. What? Wait, wait yeah. was that was it Lil John? Was it? Was that Lil? No, I oh. met this guy that played. He just played at golf at Arkansas. Oh, I was about to say, did you meet Little John? <laughs> no, I wish. Oh, oh yeah. I asked for his autograph. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, John Daly, bro. What what a guy. I was I was listening to part of my take uh the other day and they were talking about this guy who like followed John around and like his average like stat line for for a round of golf was twenty one cigarettes, like twelve diet cokes, and six uh, family size peanut M Ms, bro. Absolute goat. Uh yeah. he's a goat. For sure. All right, Seth. Uh, congrats. You're the first. Uh, you're the first guest that has eclipsed the hour mark, and I'm not like surprised at all. I kind of figured that. I figured we'd go over. What, an hour. what happened? Uh, you're the first guest I've had on where we've gone over an hour in the interview. I feel like it went by so fast too. It was a great. Yeah, dude. Interview. That was just. Yeah. Weird. Chopping it up. Yeah, but I, uh, shit. Like you talk about Weber football. I think we're gonna be really good this year, dude. I think it's. I think us and Kaiser are going to be when it's going to come down to the last game of the year in Babson Park, Kaiser Weber. I really think I could be because there's no like conference turn or anything. It's all regular season for football. I think we because we're returning a lot. We've at the end of the year the offense found its stride and dude in the spring game, whew, offense looked really good. And I know our de- excuse me our defense is going to be elite. With Pooch that's coaching good. it. That's good to hear. Yes, We're on the map. Hey, beach volleyball, softball, and baseball, they've done it. Time for basketball and football in the fall to get after it, baby. Lacrosse, too. Lacrosse had a damn good year. Yeah, yeah. sure. Come. All right, brother. I'm going to just go ahead and end this. Uh, thank you all for listening to another episode of the Suncast podcast. Um, got first episode we've had in a – a little while, you know, dealing with the old personal issues, blah, 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 whatever. Past all that, we're moving forward. We got a lot more episodes coming up. We have a lot of softball interviews. Southeastern baseball players will be coming on. Thank y'all. Love y'all. See you later.